This is your last chance to get our They's Aliens merch in the store. It's going away in a couple days, and it will be replaced by a new limited time drop. So if you have not checked it out yet and you'd like to, head to wehaveconcernstore.com. I spun around three times and spit in the dirt. <laughs> and now I declare bankruptcy. This is We Have Concerns. <laughs> Hi, Jeff Ganata. Hi, Anthony Carboni. Hello, concerned citizens. Anthony, we've we've spoken at length. Mostly we've in spoken the, at uh, length. I would say that you and I have spoken at length. At length. You know, it's honestly, we need to give it a rest. <laughs> I'm honestly over it. Honestly, too much length. Yeah. Let's go for width now. Honestly, anyway, let's speak as wide as we can. Uh, yeah. What does that mean? Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> we've we've mostly uh, mostly I think during the pre-show segments, which of course patrons uh, are able to listen to as as full episodes on their own. But uh, mostly in the pre-show segments, we've focused on the fact that you and I both have a sweet tooth. Mm. We love the sweets. We love the cookies. We love the ice cream. We love the the delicious treats. We love right? the we love the canceled Netflix television series Sweet Tooth. We love the comic book Sweet Tooth, which it was based yeah. on. We love the character Sweet Tooth from Twisted Metal, also probably canceled. Everything's <laughs> canceled, right? Canceled. Yes. No shows yes. are coming back, right? No, no um, shows are coming back at this point. But we do, we do have Sweet Tooths, uh, Sweet Teeths, um, Sweet. Teeth, sweeter, yeah. sweeter teethers is what we call ourselves, mm-hmm. and we are the Sweet Teeth Society. What, what is what is your stance on uh, on salty? Are you a, are you a salty snacker? Well, I mean, sure, but I don't seek it out. Like I do, lo- like I, I try to keep some balanced snackies here in the house because of my sweet tooth. Mm-hmm. I'm not al- mm-hmm. I'm not allowed to keep sweets in in the house. I don't do it. Um, because if I do that, that stuff gets eaten immediately and first, that'll be like, yeah. so I'll have, le- I'll have like a pint of ice cream and I'll also have trail mix and fruit and vegetables and all kinds of good stuff. And I will just be like, well, clearly this ice cream is my next two meals. <laughs> right. It's easy. Right. It's in the container. I can simply eat it. And then what I do is like, okay, well, that was your ice cream. You're sp- you bought that. You were supposed to eat it over the period of a week. Yeah, sure. Or I could eat it all at once. And then all the other food that I bought to eat over the period of this week, I'll eat that too. It doesn't matter. <laughs> as long as all the food gets eaten in a week, right? And uh, sometimes yeah. I buy more ice cream first. Yeah. And that doesn't matter I, either because shut up. <laughs> I, I also don't like to keep uh, sweets in the house, but mostly because I need motivation to just get out sometimes. Yeah, that's you know? the other thing, right? Is <laughs> I um, I, I bought myself the stuff to make my my little sweet not a coffee not allowed to have a coffee but I bought the stuff to make my little sweet drink, and uh, and I found that I just didn't go outside anymore because <laughs> yeah. I didn't have to walk yeah. to the coffee shop, <laughs> and and the dog just looked at me like what is going on here and I'm like I don't know maybe it's Silent Hill the room in here now, <laughs> and maybe that's fine I don't maybe. know. Maybe that's our new normal, you know? Um, but as far as salty stuff, like, I, I do like to keep a uh, a trail mix in the house. Uh, yeah, but okay. salty, But you're not like a, 
Pringles, Doritos, salty snack. You know, no, like I've got that. some. I've got some tortilla chips sometimes, but mm. the, that tends to that stuff tends to go last. Like I, I do the tortilla chips after the little after the little baby carrots is gone. Yeah, you know, do you, when you are uh, when you go to a restaurant or something, do you often? Uh, think stuff is oversalted. Are you well, that here's, guy? Well, here's what I will say to you, Jeff. As far as snacky, no. But as far as eaty foodie, um, here's what I'll tell you. I, for the last week, have been eating some Katz's Deli, which was shipped to me by my mother because uh, I because it was my birthday and I got COVID again. Um, happy every, birthday, every, happy COVID yeah, again. Every year I get birthday and COVID. And, um, it's just a little tradition. It's just a little birthday tradition is I like to either get, I either like to have COVID or get in a car accident or both on my birthday. (laughs) It's just a little thing that I like to do for myself. Yeah. Um, to celebrate yourself on your birthday, Yeah, just to celebrate the passage of time, really. Um, and, uh, so she sent me a box of Katz's delicatessen. And of course, Katz's is all corned beef and pastrami, which is heavily salted and cured. It is, uh, matzo ball soup which is very salty. Uh, potato knish, salty as fuck. What I'm basically <laughs> saying is I'm Jewish, Jeff. And we do, <laughs> we do a lot of salt. Yeah, um, but it doesn't, that doesn't, uh, that doesn't offend your sensibilities. You're not going to be like, oh, no, that's a little too salty for me. I tend to think that, that most things these days are undersalted because mm. people are a little too sensitive to salt you get that thing you know when you watch the food network shows and the and the the chefs are always judging the other chefs and they're like a little bit of salt a little bit of salt would have fixed this it's just a little under seasoned i feel like a lot of stuff a lot of american cuisine is under seasoned for safety's sake i think i think that's what makes it palatable to most people it's that uh, it's that Gen Z and their woke culture with their uh, they're so sensitive. To Why are they listen? Salt. I'm, t- I'm tired of their pronouns and their salt. <laughs> and no, I don't want to talk about the fact that I just used they twice as pronouns. And no, I don't want to talk about anything else. I just want life to be the way that I want it. And I don't want to talk about it. I'm Bill Maher and I'm not going on strike. <laughs> put, put, put some salt in some stuff. Gen Z, Gen Z, if Man, you dare, no and, get it. and hey, stop getting your lattes and buy a house already. <laughs> I uh, I am definitely a person that is a little more sensitive to salt. Mm-hmm. I I noticed when I moved here to Colorado from Los Angeles that it felt like just the the average salt content of foods that I would purchase at restaurants was higher, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, man, everything is too salty here feels like everything is, I don't know if that was my perception or I don't know, the altitude, who knows what was going on with me, but, or if it's legit that just this region is a little saltier. I don't know. Now, it's the salt of the earth here's, up here. Now, now, here's what's interesting, Jeff. When you say you don't know if it was the high altitude, perception of salty and sweet drops as you get higher altitude. That's why airplane food has to be, that's why airplane food mm. tastes so bland and they actually like oversalt it and stuff to, to try to make it not bland. But 30% of your taste drops at high altitude. So things should be less salty to you. Mm. That's why I've uh, stopped being fashionable. Just my taste at, at altitude here in Denver is 
just gone. It's just gone. Yeah. So they, so, so things are a little too salty in Denver because I would have thought that I would have expected Colorado and I don't know why. I think this is just, I just think if I'm honest, I just think white. I think this is bland. I just think white people. (laughs) I think white White people, I think white white people people. who like to ski and I think capped mountains. Yeah. Yeah, It's like white people who buy four wheel drive things and like to ski. And I just think they probably, um, don't like their food seasoned as much as we do it's in LA. Subaru of flavors. Yeah, it's the, you're yeah, you're you're living in a Subaru flavor zone. Whereas, like, I'm yeah. in Los Angeles, where we we like flavors. So I would think that it would be less salty there. Not my experience, but I am I am somebody that tends to undersalt. Like when I cook, I put in very little salt. Mm-hmm. I I just am a, a person that tends to be pretty sensitive to salt. I like a I like a salty chip here and there, but I sure. salt has never been my my kink. Mm-hmm. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about the, the flavor of salt. We did an episode a while back, if you recall, about sour and how we perceive the sour uh, sensation. Mm-hmm. Um, as you know, there are five distinct tastes that our tongue, tongue can detect. Wind, Sweet. water, air, mm-hmm. fire, and heart. Love. Love. Yeah. yeah Love is it, the fifth sensation. It's the fifth element. Uh, it's sweet, sour, bitter, savory, and salty. Mm. Uh, and this was a uh, this is an article in the Atlantic that was written by writer Amber Dance. Uh, it was sent to us by a new uh, or a person that I haven't seen their name before. Pretty good omen Whoa. in the Discord. Welcome, hey, new challenger. Omen. Yeah, thanks for sending in this story, uh, and thanks for submitting. You can always anybody can submit stories on our Discord, sending us an email mm-hmm. uh, to weaveconcerns at gmail dot com. We uh, we love getting stories. We from love folks. getting stories, and we mostly just read them off the Discord. It's true. Listen, it's true. listen. You can email them to weaveconcernshow at gmail dot com. There's a subreddit at we have concerns, but we mostly read the Discord, and that's patreon.com slash we have concerns. Indeed. Indeed. It's only a buck a month. Anyway, uh, this is all about the mystery behind how we sense saltiness in foods because there's been over 40 years of intense study on this and we still haven't quite figured it out. What does that mean? Is- I, what does that mean? What does that mean we haven't quite figured it out? This is one of those stories where where when they say scientists just don't know. I feel like we know a lot and there's there's like a bit of it that the scientists want to know. Like, I feel like we know to the point where the average person would be pretty satisfied with our amount of knowledge <laughs> is what I'm saying. But scientists probably have like a real question about it. That's like, man, let me tell you something. I just can't. We can't figure out this one reaction in the body. Yeah, but we know every other part of it. Yeah, but this part's real weird. Yeah, I'll admit that it's weird. You're right, Dave. It's weird. Damn scientists and their high bar of knowledge and understanding. Yeah, I bet when we go through this article and you explain it to me, I feel pretty good about my knowledge by the end of this about how tasting salt works. I bet well, that I the average person just goes just does one of the cartoon like slaps their hands together and walks away whistling. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, let's break it down. All we'll, right. We'll uh, we'll step through it. And then at the end, you can tell me whether you feel like you understand uh, exactly all you need to know for the rest of your life about salt. <laughs> Wait, Je- Jeffrey Kanata. Hold on a second. Are you are you an Atlantic subscriber? Uh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. What a cultured gentleman you are. 
Because hey, I'm over you know? here on my computer showing this showing this thing as B-roll for the people who have the video version. It says, hey, sign in, get an account, subscribe to The here's Atlantic. What, here's what happens, Anthony. The, the fine folks who listen to our show who subscribe and uh, post things on the Discord, uh, they point us at interesting articles and I find myself intrigued, curious, uh, and I click on the thing and then all of a sudden there's that paywall and I go, you know what? For the people, for the folks that support us, yeah, I'm transfer some of their dollars uh, to some other places so that I can, you know, I can understand what the heck the, they thought was interesting. And yet here I am, whenever the same thing happens to me, spending 40 minutes to find the one guy on Reddit that's posted it without the paywall. <laughs> you know, each of our. And then if I don't find it, maybe I do <laughs> another story that week. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into it. Because uh, the, the first thing I think is, that is fascinating about uh, the salty sensation in our mouths, in our mm-hmm. brains, is that there are actually two different salt receptors. There's two different... So, you know, we, we say we have five tastes in our mouth, sweet, right. sour, bitter, savory, and salty, but we actually technically have six because salt is divided into two camps. One of them always ha- tells the truth mm-hmm. and one of them always lies. Yeah. And how can you possibly, the riddle is, how do you find out which one's which? You, well, you eat an entire bag of Doritos. Yeah. And you're like, was that salty? <laughs> was that salty? Which side says Yes. <laughs> And the answer is no, because Cool Ranch isn't salty. That's a different flavor that was made in a lab. That's right. It's cool and, and ranchy. That's the seventh part of the tongue is Cool Ranch. <laughs> <The> ranch. <laughs> Not just that's ranch. That's Hidden Valley Ranch. Not right? just ranch. Ranch fits into a normal one. Cool Ranch activated a part of the tongue that scientists had never seen before. Yeah. Why, don't, why don't you talk about that, the Atlantic? How come nobody else... Is picked up on Cool Ranch. Did they copyright Cool Ranch over at the... They uh, must have. They right? must have copyrighted the phrase Cool Ranch because I feel like there are a lot of things that taste similar to Cool Ranch. But, like, I think most other flavors have to call Cool Ranch Southwestern of some kind. Mm, you know? Mm, but, it's, you're, yeah. but you're right. It's not quite the same. There's a zing to the Cool Ranch. There's a zing. There's a little bit it's of zing. zing. But I'm not even a Cool Ranch guy. I'm a nacho cheesier guy. Oh, I could go Cool Ranch any day of the week. Really? I'll take a yeah. Cool Ranch if it's available, but I will always pick a nacho cheesier. I'm, I'm legitimately uh, conflicted anytime I'm confronted with that Dorito question. Do you want the, the nachos or do you want the Cool Ranch? I could go either way. I oftentimes will go Cool Ranch. Huh. Given the option. Yeah. Cool Ranch. Well, there you go. So what's the difference between these two salty versions of our taste? Well, there is one series of receptors that identify the, uh, is that enough salt? That, ooh, that's a tasty amount of salt. Ooh, that's the good, I got enough salt. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then there is a it's separate- It's enough slices. Yes. There is a separate set of receptors that, that uh, set off alarm bells when it is too- too salty. So there's one that is like, mm, yeah, you got enough salt. And there's another that is, this is way too salty. This actually turns into so, yuck, disgusting. So one Denver of them style. is so one of them is literally always like, yeah, this is a good amount of salt. Well, it's the craving, I want more salt part. Right. And oh, then there's so another one of them's, that is the so one of them's like too much. One of them's always like, no, you can do more. Yeah. 
So really, the, the, one, the one. So that, really, the one doesn't. The one doesn't do anything except say yum yum, and then the other one goes, "That's enough." So like it's it's the, the attractive side uh-huh. and the rejective side. It's so like if it's one reje- of them isn't working, you could just literally pour salt into your mouth. <laughs> That's right, and we're gonna get into that. We're gonna get into that. Uh, so this makes sense because. Unlike the other flavor profiles that we've we've discussed, uh, salt is sort of essential as a uh, ingredient uh, for certain body functions, but too much of it and you die. Right. Right. Which is a little different than sour or bitter or, you know, bitter is there to prevent you from eating rancid stuff that could kill you. Yeah. Sure. But or, or various salt, poisons. Right. But bitter isn't like, oh, you need some bitter but too much bitter is bad. Salt is in that weird Goldilocks zone of you need some because we want to, you know, be able to move your blood through your body. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to, um, you you know, you want to prevent muscle cramps. You right. want to prevent you don't wanna, nausea. You don't, you don't want to lose moisture too quickly. All of the things that salt does. Exactly. But if you get too much, then all of a sudden you're your blood thickens, your, you know, you hold on to water uh, because you've got too much uh, salt in your blood, in your body, and your mm-hmm. blood gets overly salty, and then the f- extra fluid volume raises your blood pressure, and you yeah. get strained on your arteries, and all of a sudden, you're having a heart attack, potentially. Sure. Jeff, can I, can I tell you something? Yeah. We've only been talking about this for like five minutes, and I want to, I got a potato knish in my fridge. <laughs> Like a fro, like a like a like like a heat heat up your own potato knish in the oven. Like, and I kind of just I wish I'd put it in the oven before we started recording because I'm want I'm a, I really want potato knish now. You could have timed that out perfectly. Oh my god, I could have been conditioned, dude. I'm wishing I, I've been, I'm wishing I'm conditioned. You got, you were on a mission. Could have been conditioned. Okay, can I tell you something? Number one, I want that on a t-shirt. I'm wishing <laughs> I'm I'm wishing I'm conditioned. <laughs> and number two because number two I think I've told you about this shirt before my latka bash shirt that I had when I was a kid did I tell you about yeah, the latka bash yeah I think that would be a great a great companion shirt for my latka bash shirt I'm wishing I'm, yeah. I, I'm wishing I'm conditioned you know, for those days when you for those days when you need to wear two shirts and people are related a good companion shirt well but I yeah, have not enough people pair their shirts Anthony you know I, I see somebody in a shirt and I think what shirt would go with that if they were, I don't know, to change clothes midday and have a second shirt? Jeff, you don't understand. I literally just did something like this for the bit. You don't understand, Jeff. I have I have a sweatshirt that has artwork of Bart Simpson anamorphing into Garfield. But then I bought a t-shirt, so would I take off the sweatshirt? I'm also wearing a T-shirt of Bart Simpson anamorphing into Garfield. <laughs> this is see, this is why you haven't left Los Angeles because you haven't lost your taste. You know, you still have good taste. <laughs> the good taste to double up on the T-shirt bit, Jeff. I'll do it. 
I'll wear I'll wear a wishing for condition sweater and then I'll take that <laughs> off and I'll have a lot kabash t-shirt underneath. <laughs> I don't fuck around, dude. You gotta make that happen. Uh, all right. So uh, we know that uh, our bodies have these special proteins that allow sodium to cross nerve membranes for the purpose of sending nerve impulses. So we can sense the sodium uh, in the content. So we know, we know how we sense sodium, but we don't really understand, or we hadn't understood uh, what exactly, where in the body, what place on our tongues, what exact molecules are sensing salt and how that works, mm-hmm. right? So in the 80s, there were these scientists that were experimenting with a drug that prevents sodium from entering kidney cells. Oh. So what did they do? Yeah. So what did they do with this drug? Well, they uh, put a little dab, a little dollop onto uh, rat tongues. Mm -hmm. And they realized, oh, this doesn't just prevent sodium from penetrating the membrane of cells in kidneys. It also impedes rats' abilities to taste salt when they put it on their tongues. Oh, no. Well, that's a problem. Because it turns out that this molecule uh, that it affects, uh, that exists in the kidney cells, Mm -hmm. has a really long name that I'm not going to attempt, but people call it ENAC. E-N-A-C. ENAC. That's also the evil computer that thought it was Batman. Yeah. I can see. I can see how that might be confusing. I know. And that evil computer also salted the the water resources of Gotham. Listen, there are... A hundred people at least who have beards like ours, who look like us, who are screaming, it was hard act, it was hard act. And we know that. We know that. <laughs> it's a bit. Uh, Enac, uh, Enac sucks extra sodium from the blood and helps, uh, you know, maintain the salt level in your kidneys. It's, it's there to do that. Mm-hmm. But it turns out that because it worked on the tongue... Because uh, placing, you know, inhibiting ENAC from working on the tongue suggested, hey, there's ENAC on the taste buds as well. Like, but that's the thing. That's what what's this, doing it. Yeah. What did this do to the rats, though? Did the rats feel like they, because, okay, it was supposed to stop. They just weren't interested in salty things. They didn't, they couldn't taste the salty stuff that they were usually drawn to. Oh, and so, and they stopped craving it? Or do. Well, you know how, you know how scientists work, Anthony. They're like, we could, we could take the little dropper mm-hmm. and we could put the little dropper of our uh, salty taste inhibiting drug onto the tongues. Or, or we could just genetically engineer some rats and some mice to uh, not have ENAC at all. Mm-hmm. You know, we could just really fuck up some rats. Yeah. You know, fuck up some mice up in you here. You can see here how sad a human and a rat are when they don't have <laughs> ENAC. I found a I found an illustration uh, for our video listeners and look at how like just bored these saltless fucks look. (laughs) Yes. So when we genetically engineered Enac out of mice, Mm -hmm. they lost their preference for salty stuff. Did they wind up having like major health issues though because they weren't getting enough salt? Oh, they all died. They were, they all, yeah, yeah, they yeah, all yeah, died. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, I mean, all rats do die. I mean, that's why yeah. it's okay to experiment on them. All rats go to heaven is my understanding. Well, that's actually, uh, we haven't proven that, 
but we do know that we can kill them and we can kill a lot of them. Kill a lot of them. Um, that's what the scientists tell their little science kids. Yeah. At night, all, all the, all the mice go to heaven. Sure. Um, so this was in 2010. This confirmed that Enac is the good salt receptor. We figured it out. Okay. Now, then they were like, well, where is the Enac in, in the mouth, in the, on the tongue? Where, where, what's going on? Where is it in the brain? Well, how are we, how's the Enac, uh, being triggered? Yeah. Well, it turns out Enac is made up of three different pieces, the E, the N, and the AC, of course. Goodbye, everybody. Uh, <laughs> this is award winning science podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that is found, the three different pieces are found in various places of, of the mouth, but scientists had a hard time finding any cells that contained all three pieces of ENAC. You know how you go on a quest to find all three pieces of ENAC? Right. The one piece is real, and the three yeah. pieces are even realer. <laughs> yeah. You got to combine them. Mm hmm. And, and, and then that's how you get the Master Sword. Yeah, that was the last. All uh, the, we all saw the last Indiana Jones movie. We know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. You got to find so the in pieces 2020, of Enoch. Yeah, in 2020, uh, some scientists at the Kyoto Prefectural University of Medicine in Japan, oh. you know, our, fa our favorite place. We love them. The KPUM. We love them because um, they're so close to the new Nintendo Museum that's opening up. Oh, I mean, you can swing by mm -hmm. the Nintendo Museum, check out some sick amiibo prototypes. Yeah. And then you just swing over to the Kyoto Prefecture University of Medicine and uh, see some uh, genetically modified mice. Oh, man. Getting stop, murdered. Stop on the way and get a matcha. And I'm telling you, bud, that's a day. That's a day. That's a day. That's a day. Sponsored by the uh, Kyoto Tourism Board. So they found out in 2020 that, uh, well, they thought that these sodium sensing cells would spark an electrical signal uh, in the brain of sure. mice. But not if the Enoch, Enoch blocker was there. So they Enoch blocked uh, up some mice and they found, uh, you know, they were able to isolate this population of cells inside the taste buds that had all three components of the Enoch sodium channel. So we figured it out. We found out where the good salt spot is on our tongue. We know it. We, we figured Great. it out. Case closed. Great. Is there a specific, so on my tongue, where is the region where the good, where the good salt is? Article doesn't go into that, that's, so I don't know exactly. That's but. so stupid article. That's, hey, article, all anybody wants to know when you say there's a part of your tongue that's for good salt, all we want is, yeah. a, is a little arrow that points to the tongue and says, this is where the good salt is. What's yeah, the so matter? stick the chip right on it. Can't believe, stick, yeah, okay. you, you just put the chip, direct. you apply it directly. Yeah. Hey, the Atlantic? Jeff Kanata just signed up for a subscription and you're really fucking it already. Hey, the so Atlantic? <laughs> That's, you were like, hey, you got to pay money to see this good article of ours. And Jeff said, ooh, this is a good article. I'm going to pay money for this article. And then opened up the article. You don't even point to where on the tongue the salt is? You fucking article? <laughs> Here's a sentence that kind of gives you a vague sense of it. It says, Very when cool. there are enough sodium ions outside those key taste bud cells in the mid-tongue area, the ions can enter those cells using the three-part Enoch gateway. So mid-tongue, uh, that's all we get. Where on the tongue does Enoch is what I just Googled. And let me tell you something. Oh! Is it all Batman stories? <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah, it's all Batman stories. Uh... 
No, this is, I mean, look, nobody's really, no one's really doing this right. This one just says the tongue, a multifunctional organ. Thanks, bud. (laughs) Thanks, science. Just did an image search. Thanks, science. You let us down again. Well, I didn't. I looked up. I looked up where on the tongue does ENAC. That's what I Googled. It should be enough. It should be enough. What what else? What else should come up with this? Nothing. Where on the tongue does ENAC, please? Should I add a please? I'll add a please. (laughs) Where on the tongue does ENAC, please? I did get different results. Yeah. Well, of course, because you're polite now. I did get different results. It's like I tell my kids, you're going to get different results if you use your manners. Yeah. Did you say, do they know that that's mostly bullshit? You don't want to tell them that yet, do you? Not yet. Not yet. No. Let them find that out on their own. I found another scientific drawing of a, of a mouse tasting something. but Yeah. Ooh, that looks horrible. Yeah, they look like they're having a bad time. Man, <laughs> it's a good thing we kill all these mice and rats because every picture of them I've ever seen in a scientific uh, situation just looks like they're having a bad time. Terrible time. Rats are probably having miserable lives. It's probably a good thing we, that we kill we, them. We, we put them out of their misery after creating their misery. Listen, it's karma is a wheel and there's no way to get off of it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, yeah. Do you know uh, what I'm saying? Anyway, so it's the middle of the tongue, basically. Middle of the tongue. So that what happens is it rebalances the sodium concentrations inside and outside the cells and redistributes the levels of positive and negative ion charges across the cell's membrane. So basically, the electrical signal inside the cell is telling the taste bud, you hit Goldilocks zone. Mmm, yummy, delicious. We love it. We love it. Can I tell you that even though I know that, uh, even though I know that most of what's happening in the body is is just electrical. Whenever we yeah. talk about it in terms of a like actual electrical terminology, um, it really makes me feel like I'm about to be sold some sort of like quack <laughs> medicine. Do you know what I mean? Like if something talks about the human body in too much of an electrical way, I feel like an influencer is trying to sell me a gadget. Oh yeah. All you need is the, uh, yeah. I I just feel like, like, Ooh, if you want to, if you want to lose all your tummy fat, it turns out that scientists found out that there's an electrical way to apply Mm. it to to your ab muscles that just for a minute a day will get rid of all of the fat and it's new and it's interesting. And it's just swipe up, swipe up, everybody, just swipe up. That's what it sounds like. That's the only yeah, type of ad. We don't have that technology here on this podcast. No. We don't, we're not into swipe up territory. No, yet. This is the only type of ad that I am immune to on Instagram or TikTok are ads for health stuff because I'm just a little, too, mm-hmm. I'm a little too smart for it. But yeah. but any other advertising, I'll just buy anything that I just told you that I have two shirts where Bart Simpson <laughs> turns into Garfield. I'm too smart for that. Where do you think those? That where do you think that I saw those? An Instagram uh-huh. ad. Yeah, he swept up. I buy, I'll buy anything Instagram tells me to buy. I'm an <laughs> idiot. Um, so so, we so know, this is where we, the good enough comes from. We know, we figured it out. We got, we dialed it in. We know where good salty taste comes from. But that leaves a giant hole in our understanding because we still don't understand ah, too much salt signal. Okay, so what is, what's going on there? What do scientists think is happening there? Well, as you know, salt isn't just sodium. No. It's sodium chloride. It has a rich inner life. Indeed. You can't just, can't just be summed up in one word. No, if you see the salt from school, like out in at the grocery store or, you know, at the playground with their own kids or whatever, 
it, it might surprise you, but the salt that you know from school or from work has its own life. That was what was so shocking to me when I first saw salt outside the school system. Yeah. And I realized, oh my gosh, salt. Yeah, find <laughs> a lot of alcohol. <laughs> Is salt sad for some reason? Why would salt be sad? You seem so happy <laughs> at school. <laughs> so scientists think that possibly yummy, yummy, yummy side says, yeah, sodium. Icky, icky, icky side says, ew, chloride. Oh, right. That makes sense, right? Because we, we don't want that. We don't want that chloride. Yes. So the saltiest high salt sensation in rats was created uh, with sodium chloride. This is the you know, tape, common table salt. Mm-hmm. And, um, but when it was paired with, when sodium was paired with other multi-atom partners, like Other a like a compound. like a chip, like a like some bread, <laughs> yeah, or like a t- or you like wash a, it down with a chaser, yeah. You or you put it on like a fresh heirloom tomato. The rat loves it. Yeah. Well, it, so that it, the uh, the the mice thought were uh, less salty. The rats. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this, so they thought, well, hey, maybe that means that if you partner sodium, that that the other half of what's going on with sodium is the most important part. Oh, we actually we actually just want to chow down on some chlorine tablets, but we can't. (laughs) You can't. They're delicious. That's when your body's going ew, ew, gross. They're the forbidden wafer, and every day, my my dad would throw it into the pool, and I'd just be like, "Mm, "I'm going to eat one of those," and he's like, "Don't you do it? You'll get sick." And I was like, "But my body, but the youths crave the chloride, father." Yeah, (laughs) we crave the chlorine. That's why you always open your mouth while you're swimming. (laughs) Because I want all that chlorine. Let me, Jeff. I do get the feeling that this is one of these weeks that I'm digressing too much for you, but I don't give a shit. Um, Yeah, no. Do you ever though? uh, No, but this week I particularly don't. Uh, When I was a kid, we had a pool, humble brag. uh, And we had the floating chlorine thing. My dad had the floating chlorine let just like slowly release the chlorine over the day. And I thought for whatever reason, it looks like a cool future bomb. Oh yeah. No, it does it, with the different colors and everything. Yeah. Like, and yeah. It, so it was floating in the pool and it had chlorine in it. And I started playing with it. Like it was future. I was picking it up and I was throwing it and I was like playing. I'll tell you, Jeff, after about five minutes, I started feeling real sick and I didn't know why. <laughs> <laughs> I must have been like yeah. five, six years old. And uh-huh. I, I, came, I was just like, I felt so bad. I walked in. I was like, I feel terrible. I don't know why I feel terrible. And my, my dad figured out what it was. You know, they were asking me all these serious questions. They were like, oh my God, what's wrong with our son? And then when they figured out what it was, my parents always had the best reactions. When they found out that I just did something dumb, like kid dumb that I was going to be yeah. fine from, uh-huh. the... The parent switch turned off. And I don't know if this happens for you, but uh-huh. oh, yeah. when you're talking, but the parent switch turns off and they just like literally looked at me and they're like, oh my God, you dummy. It's yeah. like, don't play with chlorine. Yeah. Why would you play with, you're going to be fine. Go lie down. Don't play with chlorine. Yeah. Now there's <laughs> definitely that, that fun moment, that, that, that demarcation line yeah. between Intense parental concern and just 
mystifying <laughs> disappointment. And, like, and my dad would be laughing. He'd be like, you dummy. And like my mom wouldn't just, be laughing, but she'd be like, you're an idiot. And look, when I got old enough, I got old enough to say, I didn't know that. I'm a child. You were supposed <laughs> to tell me. And the moment yeah. I figured out how to say that, those attitudes yeah. went away. But that's what's funny about being an adult is that you uh, you forget that not every that that certain things are not self evident to right. the child. You know, you you assume that the the thing is obvious, obvious to the child. No. The child is an idiot. Chlorine makes pool clean. Great, cool. Yeah. Hey, soap makes child clean, and I don't have to stay away from the soap. The soap <laughs> doesn't make me feel sick. Right, right, right. Yeah. Now, did drinking, like- did drinking all of the mouthwash make me feel sick? Yes. <laughs> but you didn't tell me not to do that either. You feel like as a parent, it's like it should be obvious that that thing should not go up your nose. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you shouldn't stick that thing in, in any orifice that you have available. Put marbles up your nose. Put them up there. <laughs> do not put them up there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That song makes it sound like I really want to put a marble up my nose. <laughs> All right, back to salt. So, back to salt. so the children crave the chloride. They crave the they, they crave the chloride. Yeah. Uh, no, the chloride makes you go. Bleh, bleh, bleh. Okay. Well, that's what the, that's this is a theory. We haven't okay. figured it out. So in in 2013, scientists uh, continually you know continued to be fucking with mice and rats. Right. And they uh, they found out that mustard oil reduced the high salt signal in mouse tongues. So. The thing that is, ew, yucky, too much salt would get reduced when they used mustard oil on these mice. Interesting. But, but, but weirdly, that same mustard oil compound also completely eliminated their response to bitter things. So it reduced the icky salt thing, but also was like you couldn't, they couldn't taste bitter stuff. So scientists are like, well, is there some kind of connection between the high salt yuck and the oob yuck bitter sensations? Is there are they piggybacking on one another in mm-hmm. some way? This just feels gets, like what compound can we add to food to trick mice into eating things that are terrible for them? Correct. Yes. All right, cool. Just this wanted is, to be sure. That was the day. That was their that was their goal that day. That's fun. So it gets weirder because high salt levels also are connected in some way to sour taste cells. Sour taste cells started responding to high salt levels too. And mice lacking, lacking, it means we fucked them up again. Right. We took out the ability to sense bitter and sour because we know where those are in the, in the mouth. When we removed their ability to sense bitter and sour, they were also less put off by salt water. They drank it up. They lapped that crap up. Huh. It made them horribly ill. Yeah. But they would do it uh, because they didn't sense the uh, excess salt that they normally would be put off by. So there's some connection between bitter and sour and high salt. Huh. But that raises the question. Why don't super salty things taste bitter and sour? If they're connected, why don't you get a tree? If you have a super salty thing, why doesn't it taste bitter or sour? Why isn't there, why doesn't that connection go two ways? Right. Well, they think maybe 
it's because too salty isn't one thing. It's the sum of multiple parts. We don't know. That's the, 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 the okay. short, long and short of it is we haven't figured it out yet. But part of the complication of this, as you may have surmised if you thought about it, is that somebody raised their hand in the back of the room and went, um, we've been doing all this experimenting on mice and rats. What if they don't experience super salty stuff the way we do? <laughs> what, you know, what if our knowledge of salt taste in humans is different than the salt taste in mice and rats? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, that makes that makes sense. Like because even though Enac, you know, is the same, you know, when we 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 figured out that Enac in us and Enac in them is is the same. Oh, what if you know it doesn't quite work exactly the same uh, across the board? What if the high salt taste thing it works differently? Right. Because when we put a sodium uh, an Enoc sodium channel blocker in on people. We're like, hey, 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 Gordon, uh, yeah. put this on your tongue and then eat this bag of Doritos. Sure. It's Cool Ranch. It's I'll cool do, ranch. I'll do anything to eat like. a bag of Doritos. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> sometimes it diminished the salt taste and other times it enhanced it. So it's not exactly a one-to-one human-to-mice comparison with how things work, you know. So there's all these scientists are like, well, we do all these studies on mice and rats thinking we're going to get to the solution. That might not even be the pathway to the solution. Yeah. I mean, we, it's funny when you talk about these things that we like, it's weird going back to things that we assume and things that we just know, like we do a lot of experiments on rats and mice because they're just, even though they're more, even though they're simpler than we are, a lot of their like brain and nerve stuff is very similar to ours. And so it's like, cool. We just, it's not one-to-one, but it's pretty one-to-one. And I think we just sort of like assume that. Yeah. And then you get so, and then it's so funny that they could even, even these scientists could, these researchers could get so far into this research and then go, uh, did we check to make sure this is true? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's the thing is you go, you know, what, what could this, what could possibly be uh, going on here? It's like, well, the entire basis of our study could be flawed. Maybe that. Yeah, that's possible. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so one of the theories is that there is some kind of fourth extra subunit. A fourth meal. Enac. A fourth meal, just like Taco Bell thought. Yeah, exactly. Taco Bell had it right all along. It was fourth meal. Yeah. Wow. You got to run for that border between knowledge and understanding. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Um, so anyway, so they call it the Delta subunit. Um, that might take place of one of the other pieces of ENAC that is like creating a version of the channel that's less sensitive to the ENAC blocker. There's all these theories, but nobody quite knows what's going on with salt. We kind of feel like we understand the yummy, yummy salt thing, which is, you know, really the most important part for marketing. Mm -hmm. But the icky, ooey, that's too much salt part still remains a mystery as to where in the where in the mouth where in the tongue but that's okay because that part doesn't make us money correct correct knowing when uh, the knowing when our product is killing somebody doesn't make us money 
No, 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 no. Knowing how to make them want it more and more and more and more. Yeah, there's no part of us that makes us want, that wants us to make people stop eating the thing or desiring the thing. No. That's dumb. It's stupid. Yeah. We don't do. Only do, only do good part. Make more. Make more. Add more. Fourth yes. meal. Fourth meal. Fourth meal. Fourth meal. Fourth <laughs> new flavors. Cool. <laughs> Make it up. I, one day, you know, we have to, and I'll put this out there to the, con, to the concerned citizens. If anybody knows anyone that's out there, I would love to have a food scientist on the show one day. Yes. Somebody, who's, somebody who has to discover flavors and how addictive flavors are and how cheap we can make them and what they do to the bot. Like how do you, I want to know where blue raspberry came from. If you, if you're somebody who works with volatile blue raspberry ions every day, (laughs) like I just love to speak to you. If you're responsible for putting crystals into pancakes, you know, uh, maple syrup crystals. Yeah. if you've, uh, you know, if you've invented a flavor, if you've tried to turn ice cream I- into tasting like something that it, the ice cream has never tasted like before, gosh, we would love to speak to you. Gosh, why don't you just, why don't you just hit us up is all I'm saying. And you can hit us up obviously at our email or on our subreddit, but the best way to hit us up is to donate to us. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> and it's so, it's so little, so little to make, to hit up, hit us up. It's only a dollar a month, a dollar a month, $12 in a year. Come on. Well, you, you can do, do that. You can, you can hit us up 12 it. times for that. Yeah. Uh, and you could, uh, then you get access to the discord. Of course, we'll take more of your money if you've got it. Uh, you're, you're making all that crazy money, putting crystals into pancakes. Yeah. Come on. You're figuring out, way. you're figuring out what the deal with airline food is. You're yeah. Jerry Seinfeld's personal food scientist. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, if you give a little bit more, you get a little bit more, including bonus episodes, bonus videos, monthly Q&As, all kinds of cool stuff. But yeah, I want to know. I, I think, Jeff, my hypothesis was correct. I know enough about why we taste salt now. I can walk oh, away. That, the big question at the beginning of the episode, you do. You don't, you're not curious as to how the uh, icky, icky part works exactly? You know, uh, icky icky parts there, yeah. and I'm I'm good with the hypothesis of it's probably it's probably tasting chloride and going that's enough chloride for me. I think that's a great hypothesis. <laughs> Anthony Anthony has always been the scientist that's just like you know what I'm fine with the hypothesis. We came up with we did all this work to write down our first. I'm the hypothesis. guy that I'm the guy in the movie that walks in. Stick with it. I kick I kick the door in and I just go. Oh my God, guys, we did it. We really did it. We got to go out and celebrate. <laughs> that was just our first, our first idea. Yeah, that was like the great first idea. thing we came up with. It's a great idea. Let's go. Let's hit the bar. You have no data. Nah, or we'll get the data tomorrow. What we have now is the idea. <laughs> and if you mail an idea to yourself, you own it. <laughs> Let's head to the bar. Well, uh, you, you spent all of our research money on stamps? Yeah, because now we can protect all the ideas. <laughs> and also, I just watched that old movie Charade with uh, with Audrey Hepburn. One of these stamps could be worth a million dollars because that's how stamps work. Yeah. So I could we I've you're welcome for today, really. Uh, no, I I feel like. 
I I feel like we do know why we taste salt. We do know why we feel like I'm good on salt. We'd love yeah. to know more about these mysterious connections. But like I said, that's for people who care more about this than me, baby. <laughs> that's mostly everybody. That's but hey, listen up. <laughs> good work today, everyone, with the salt thing. <laughs> we killed a lot of rats. Oh, we killed so many, so many rats. We killed rats. a lot of rats. We learned a lot about Cool Ranch Doritos. Let's get the hell out of here. All right. Nobody's getting, nobody gets paid overtime. We're salary. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's the kind of scientist I am. Figure out new ways to murder rats. <laughs> hey, that's, we can do that. That's a we, tomorrow problem. That's a tomorrow thing. I like to separate my work from my home life. <laughs> you may not, you may not be, you may not believe this, but when I go home at night, I don't think about killing a single rat. What? Yeah, I don't even yeah. think I don't think about it at all. Listen, I know I'm known as being a pretty good rat killer. Yeah. Maybe I feel like maybe you, the best you, because I don't like, have any sort of like once I create my hypothesis, I don't come up with a proper mode of experimentation. So I just kill a lot of rats in a lot of different ways. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Uh, but then I go home at night and you know what? I clock out. And the moment I yeah, punch that card, I go to I go, you know what? I'm not going to think about killing a single rat. This is me time. Felt like you you were the guy that had a lot of rat killing hobbies. No, also. no. Listen, I live a very I live a rich interior life. It's like when you see school salt out in the world for the first time. Yeah, it really shook me up the first time I saw school salt drinking. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, everybody, uh, that's that's how salt works. Mm-hmm. Get, get the hell out, it out. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> Enjoy we'll see your you. week. We'll, yeah, we'll see you over on the Discord. <laughs>